Hallelujah. He is able. He is able. Now, I don't know what's been going on in your life, but I've come to tell you today in the name of the Lord that He is able to deliver you. He is able to give you strength. He is able to bring you out. He is able to bring blessing into your life. We thank the Lord for that. I do want to announce a couple of things today, a couple of things of sadness as we are concerned, of course. Um, and uh, I want to share those with you. One is that our very dear friend, Brother Al Friend, Pastor Al Friend, for many years, pastor in Hamilton, Ohio, uh, has passed away. He's, I believe he was 87 years of age, a longtime uh, soldier of the gospel from First Apostolic Church for many years. Started the church in Hamilton out of First Apostolic Church, uh, out from under Brother Kurtz. And uh, we, we love the Friend family so very much. And he uh, has gone on to his heavenly home and, uh, and after a long bout with sickness. But uh, his viewing will be today uh, from 3 to 5 p.m. And then the funeral service will be following that. There are many people who know and love this man of God. And, uh, and we want you to be aware of that. We will be having service this evening uh, here at the church. Uh, but if uh, we certainly understand if there are those who will be attending his funeral uh, and, and, and or viewing. Uh, but we, uh, we do want to also share with you something uh, just that developed uh, this week that uh, took all of us by surprise. And, uh, and I want to share it with you because it's been in my heart, my spirit, and, and I want to address it. Many of you remember Brother Mark Menzendek who came to be with us just about a month ago to, to speak to us about what God has in store for our church. But Brother Mark Menzendek um, is, was an amazing vessel of the Lord. He went all throughout the nation encouraging churches and lifting them up and helping them to understand their potential in God. And, uh, and, and one church after another you can point to uh, that he was directly involved with and, and, and dare I say responsible for the way that they approached their futures and uh, God blessed his work immensely <clears throat> and uh, I texted him on Tuesday he was going to be with us at the end of the month and I texted him on Tuesday and I said we're looking forward to having you here and I shared with him the great results of this past Sunday wasn't this past Sunday an amazing Sunday amen His last words to me in that text were, I'm excited about what the Lord is doing at Tree of Life Church. And on Thursday, unexpectedly, he passed away. And uh, that was a shock to all of us. A real shock to all of us. But it is amazing to me that his, his last work on this earth was to get us launched into our destiny that God has prepared for us. That's amazing to me. And uh, I've wept this week. I, I, I knew him for four and a half months, but you, you just had to know him. He, he was, he was, his enthusiasm was contagious. His zest for life his joy was just absolutely infectious and and touched everybody with whom he came in contact and I've wept this week and and uh, sorrowed over losing a friend and uh, I'm also our campaign consultant but 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 a friend even more than that and um, and it's almost like I could hear him saying to me oh come on come on pastor you got to preach the word, Pastor. You got to tell the people what's coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to tell the people what's coming, what the Lord has in store. So I'm honored today and humbled that we would be a part of, of the, the, the final work that he did on this earth after having done so much for the kingdom of God and to be a part of that 
final great and noble work, ladies and gentlemen, is a, indeed an honor. And uh, our thoughts and prayers are with his wife, Suzanne, and their daughters, Megan and M Meredith, and his grandchildren. And our prayers are with them that God would uphold them and strengthen them in the name of the Lord. Could we just pray for them right now? Lord, we pray for the Menzendeck family. Ask that you would comfort them and keep them, guide them, strengthen them. Watch over them, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Lord, in seasons like this where loss comes and it takes us by surprise, I pray, oh God, that you would be their ever-present help in this time of trouble. Lord, I pray that you would, you would keep them, wrap your arms around them. Lord, I feel your comfort right now, the comfort of the Holy Ghost. And your word teaches us that you will not leave us comfortless, but you will come to us. And God, do it, I pray, on their behalf. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we give you all praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I'm reading this morning from the book of Numbers, the book of Numbers, the 13th chapter. And I want to begin reading at the 25th verse. Our theme today is He's Able, Faith for Our Future. In this chapter, we're reading about the spies that went out and searched the promised land that God had indeed promised to them. In verse number 25, the scripture says, They returned from searching of the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel and to the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely, just like we were told, it flows with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. These are, these are very strong and, in fact, large people. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature. And there we saw the giants the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. I want to preach to you this morning for just a few minutes on this subject. We're able because he's able. We're able, hallelujah, hallelujah, because he's able. Could we clap our hands mightily unto the Lord and lift up a voice of thanksgiving unto him? Hallelujah, for he is great and he is greatly to be praised. For he is great and he is greatly to be praised. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God bless you. You may be seated in Jesus' name. I want to read to you some names of people from the word of the Lord. As we begin this service of faith for our future, he's able. And uh, we, this is the first of three services. We are now in the phase of our campaign. We're talking about how we will accomplish what God has called us to do. And those of you that are here for the first time, let me tell you, we are in the middle of a, a capital stewardship campaign. 
where we are believing that God and, and trusting that God is going to provide everything we need to build a beautiful new complex and, and campus for the glory of God so that we can reach the souls that we've been called to minister to in the city of Cincinnati, Ohio. You can tell by, by the elbow room you lack that we need space. And you can tell by the stairs that you had to climb to get into this sanctuary. You know, people, when they come to a Pentecostal church, they, they kind of expect a kind of a spiritual version of a Pilates class or, or, or aerobics class, but they don't necessarily want to do it before they get into the worship service. And, uh, and so we've got a lot of things that we're going to be doing in this campaign. We're going to be able to, to customize the worship center and the, fa the family fellowship center that we're going to be uh, building for the glory of God. And it's going to house the operations of the Tree of Life Church, allowing us to effectively and efficiently minister to this city as God has called us and anointed us to do. So these three services, today and a week from today and the week after that, are going to be very important. Today we're talking about faith for our future. The, the, the first how of, of how we are going to accomplish this great task before us, because folks, it's no small task. It's no small task to us, but it's a small task to God. You know why? Because he's able. And so we are going to be... Uh, talking about, first of all, how we will pay for our building project. Today's service is faith. We're going to do it through faith. Hallelujah. The second service, a week from today, we're going to be talking about sacrifice. Because the next how of how we're going to build this building and, and pay for the building that we're going to build is going to come through sacrifice. And the following week is a service that is going to be focused on revelation. Because the, the figure that God is going to give you, and we last week passed out the income discovery planners. If you did not get one of those uh, for your family, please do see Connect Points so we can provide you with an income discovery planner. If you don't have a ready now campaign packet, see Connect Point. We want to make sure that you have all the, the inside information of what it is that we're going to be doing and, and how we're going to accomplish it. But the third service of our how we will do it is a revelation service. And this is a concentration on the fact that God is going to reveal to us the number. It's not going to be a number that we arrive at. It's going to be a number that God gives to us by way of revelation, by divine instruction from the Lord. The income discovery planner is simply going to provide a way for you and I to understand how we will be able to arrive at that miracle revelation number that God gives us. We're not dealing with natural things here, folks. We're dealing with spiritual things. This is a spiritual endeavor. So faith, everybody say faith. faith. Everybody say sacrifice. Faith. Everybody say revelation. These are three very powerful words in the scriptures. Of course, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. And sacrifice, none of us would be here if it weren't for the ultimate sacrifice by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Sacrifice is very important to anything that the Lord would do. And revelation. I love it when God speaks to us and gives us a clear understanding. When God gives it to you, you can know that God is in it for sure. Amen. So this is how we're going to accomplish that. I do want to let you know that we will not be, we will not be actually making that commitment. That commitment uh, will not be made by the congregation until the first Sunday in May. That's when you'll be actually making your commitment. Uh, first of all, let me just say this. You won't be giving a first offering until May 20th. So don't feel like 
Every time we pass the offering plate, oh my, is this the moment? Is this, is this when it's going to happen? No, no, take time and pray and, and come to peace with a number that God gives you. It's important that you have peace about it. And if it's a revelation from God, he'll give you peace about it. Now, by, by, by having peace, I don't mean that you've got it all lined up as to how it's going to happen. It's going to be a miracle as to how we're going to do this. And any plan worth executing is it always involves a miracle. If you look at the scriptures, there's always a miracle portion with a plan that God gives. So when Moses leads the children of Israel out of Egypt, he's got this masterful plan, and it's going, it's going flawless. It's working perfectly. And then they get to the Red Sea, and he's like, okay, God, need you to do this now. And the people were saying, wait a minute. You knew this Red Sea was here, and you didn't have a bridge built already? You didn't already have our tickets bought on a cruise ship to take us across this thing? There's no ferry waiting for us? And Moses said, no, this is the miracle portion of the journey. There will be a miracle portion of our journey where we do what we can do, put it in the hands of God and say, all right, God, you do what you do. And I'm going to tell you, he knows how to do it. He's really good at being God. I'm going to say that again. He's really good at being God. You and I don't know how to do it because we're not God. But he is God and he is able. Yeah. Hallelujah. So on May the 6th, we will be arriving. And this is when we're going to make our commitment where we as a congregation will be saying, Lord, this is what I'm going to give unto you over the course of 36 months. This is what I'm going to give to you over the course of 36 months. On May 20th is when we will give the first offering to begin that 36-month uh, uh, span of time. And on that May 20th offering, I'm believing, I'm believing in the name of the Lord that we're going to receive at least $300,000 in that first offering. Because folks, we got to do this. We got to do this thing. Now the statistics, the statistics tell us to expect about $145,000 or $150,000, but I believe it's going to be $300,000 and above. I wouldn't be surprised if we received a miracle offering to start everything off and put us on the right trajectory for God to launch us into our future. Hallelujah. You know why? Because we're able. And you want to understand why we're able? We're able because he's able. We're able because he is able. Hallelujah. And so we're thankful. We're thankful for what the Lord is doing. So we will not be giving a first fruits offering until May 20th. And we will not be actually making our 36-month commitment until May 6th. And then on May 13th, we will be sharing with the congregation the commitments that have been made. And not publicly. Nobody's commitment is going to be made public. But in terms of of what the congregation as a whole has made a commitment to do over the course of 36 months. And y'all, that morning, May 13th, that's Mother's Day. Bring your shouting shoes. Bring your shouting shoes. Bring your dancing shoes, because we're going to have a time rejoicing over what the Lord will do and has done in our midst. Hallelujah. Can we give God praise once again this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, precious Jesus. And so these services have been unique. These services have been unique and they've been very focused. And that is, of course, by design. We have business to tend to. We have a job to accomplish. And so these services have been very focused on accomplishing that task. And uh, we believe and know that God is going to honor these efforts. God's going to honor the work. God's going to honor the sacrifice. God's going to honor the faith and the faithfulness. And I want to give a big shout out to everybody who was involved last Sunday at the O. Oasis Conference Center. What an outstanding service. All of those who contributed to making that such a great success. We thank you. We thank you. Brother and Sister uh, Roger and Linda Wilkerson did such a wonderful job leading that team. Brother Dave and Sister Gail Duvall were such outstanding uh, uh, parts of that team. And uh, of course our ushers, our music team, our audio visual team, our children's ministry team, our circle leaders. Weren't our circle leaders fantastic? Amen. Amen. God is up to something. 
God is doing something extraordinary in our midst. And we are excited about it and we're embracing it in the name of the Lord. Now I want to read to you the names of some uh, spies. They were spies. They were sent in by Moses to, to uh, check on the land of promise. And just to see what the lay of the land was. Anybody that's going to do something for God uh, needs to know what they're going to be up against. Now you have to understand that this land was their land. This was something that they had for many years. It was promised to Abraham. And they, like the whole world, were forced out of the land uh, and, and into Egypt because of famine some 400 plus years earlier. And, and so they had only heard about the land of their fathers. This generation had only heard about the land of their fathers. They didn't know exactly what was awaiting them when they would go back to the land of the promise of God to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So Moses sent spies into the land to look for it. They had heard that it flowed with milk and that it flowed with honey. They had heard that the, that the grapes, that the fruit of this land were, were larger than you could ever imagine. As a matter of fact, the scripture describes them carrying the grapes between, between people. They had them on, on, on poles and they had, one man had to get on one end of the pole and the other man had to get on the other end of the pole and the grapes were draped over it because it wasn't like going to Kroger and picking up a little little uh, cluster of grapes these clusters of grapes were larger than what you and I can imagine and I take great comfort in that because it lets me know what God has in store for us when God blesses you he really does bless you the scripture says the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it and that's what we know the Lord will bring to us is the blessing of the Lord. So Moses sent these spies into the land of the promise. And he said, I want you to search it out, seek it out. And let me know if what we've heard is true. And let me know what it is that we're facing. We need to know if the land is going to be good for food. We need to know the, the topography of the land. We need to understand who lives there now. Because we're going to walk in there and, and God's going to give it back to us just as he had given it to our fathers and, and so as Moses and, the, and, and his leaders begin to send out these spies, I'm going to name to you some of these spies. Anybody remember Shamua? I don't remember. I, I don't mean the Sea World Shamu, Shamua. Shamua from the tribe of Reuben. Shaphat from the tribe of Simeon. Egal from the tribe of Issachar. Palti from the tribe of Benjamin, Gadiel from the tribe of Zebulon, Gadai from the tribe of Manasseh. Anybody remember these Bible characters? Anybody? Amiel from the tribe of Dan, Nabi from the tribe of Naphtali, Guel from the tribe of Gad. Anybody remember them? How many remember the name Caleb from the Bible? Anybody remember the name Caleb? How about the name Joshua? Anybody remember Joshua? There's a reason why you know those names and you don't know any of these other names. Folks, I've been preaching for 20, how, 24, 25 years. I didn't know any of these names. I was like, I need, to go, I need to go learn the names. I've always said, we don't remember any of the names of those who went in and brought out a negative evil report from the, from the land of promise. And then I thought, you know, that's including me. I, and I, I really want to know who they were. Who were those? Maybe I have heard their names. I haven't heard of any of these guys. Shamua, Shaphat, Egal, Palti, Gadiel, Gadai, Amiel, Nabi, Guel, none of them. Because they brought an evil report out of the land. They went in and looked around, searched it out. They studied all the statistics. They looked at all the facts and all the figures. And they were intimidated by the size of the obstacles that lie in front of them. They came out of the land and said, there is no way we can take this land. But God said we could. Well, I don't know about that. What I know is, is I looked at the giants in that land. 
And the giants in that land are too strong for us. And there are too many for us. And we are as grasshoppers while they are as giants. And the Bible says they brought up an evil report from the land. You know, we would call it a negative report, but the Bible doesn't call it a negative report. The Bible calls it an evil report. Be careful about the negative that comes out of your mouth. That negative is not just negative. That's kind of our, our docile name we've given to it. It's an evil report. Don't, the Bible says not to let filthy communication proceed out of your mouth. Don't give the devil place in your lexicon. Don't give the devil place in the words you use. Don't speak death, speak life. Don't speak negative, speak positive. Don't speak pessimism, speak faith. Hallelujah. Speak faith. Open up your mouth and declare what the Lord has said and what the Lord shall do. Stand on his word. Hallelujah. Plant your feet on his word. Plant your family on his word. Plant your marriage on his word. Plant your life on his word. Plant your mind and your body and your soul and your spirit upon the word of God. And say, if God said it, that settles it. It settles it in my spirit. It settles it in my mind. That God is, in fact, able to do what he has called us to do. Oh, hallelujah. And so they said, we can't do it. And, and while they were talking, they were beginning to make their case for why it was going to be impossible for them to accomplish what the Lord had already promised they would be able to do. And while they're making their case, Caleb speaks up. Now, interestingly enough to me, Caleb is from the tribe of Judah. I knew that before even making sure it was right. As I was writing down these tribes and listing which name correlated to which tribe, I thought, I wonder which tribe Caleb is from and I already knew I know he's from the tribe of Judah because Caleb lifted up his voice in the middle of that negativity in the middle of that evil report and said let us go up at once that's Hebrew old King James English for we're ready now hallelujah we're ready now let us go up at once and possess this land for we are well able to overcome it. Didn't you see those giants? We are well able even with the giants in the land. Didn't you see how big the problems were? We are well able even if the problems are big. Didn't you see the size of those obstacles? Didn't you see all the stats and the figures and the facts? We are well able in spite of it all to do what God has called us to do because God has promised it hallelujah I knew he's from the tribe of Judah because Judah means praise Judah's mother named him Judah because she said Lord I will praise you and she said surely my husband will praise me for bringing forth this man child and and his name hallelujah is praise. So I knew Caleb came from a tribe of praise. And I'm going to tell you what Tree of Life Church is, folks. We are a tribe of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're a member here, a part of this church, a first-time guest, welcome to a tribe of praise. This is where we exalt the Lord God of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. We look unto the hills from whence cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord, the maker of heaven, the maker of earth. He's the one that brought us out of darkness. He's the one that set our feet on straight street. He's the one that lifted me when I couldn't lift myself hallelujah and so we are a tribe of praise that's why you will hear people shout with a voice of triumph even while I'm preaching you'll hear people say amen you'll hear people say hallelujah you'll hear people say that's right that's right preach preacher you'll hear it because they are agreeing by experience they know what I'm saying is true he is a healer he is a deliverer he is a redeemer he is a way maker he is a miracle worker he is a promise keeper glory hallelujah 
And we, ladies and gentlemen, are a tribe of praise. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him upon the timbrel. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Praise him on the loud cymbals. Let everything, let everything that hath breath, let everything that hath breath. Let everything that hath breath. Praise ye the Lord. You know what that tells me? That tells me no matter what giant is in my land of promise, if I've got breath, I'm going to praise the Lord. In Jesus' name, I've got breath. You know, you know, I can grieve over Brother Mark Menzendeck, and, and I can grieve over Brother Al Friend, and, and we've lost others, Brother Dave Peters from, Peterson from Indianapolis and our very own uh, District Superintendent, Pastor Pasley, a few weeks ago. And we can grieve over that. And ladies and gentlemen, we do not sorrow like the world sorrows. Now, we wish all of them were here still with us, and there's a great cloud of witnesses that we wish were still with us. But I want you to know that they've gone on to a place where we're trying to go but as long as we've got breath in our body our assignment is still underway I've still got a work to do you've still got a work to do I said we've got a work to do for the glory of God oh, and I want to you know I don't want to go I don't I, you know somebody said everybody wants to go to heaven but nobody wants to go now we understand that we we get that we're so used to this earth we'll do we'll fight to survive we don't want to nobody wants to lose their place on earth but ladies and gentlemen we are on a mission on earth we're on assignment on earth we're here to preach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ that he will save the soul that he will lift the fallen that he will repair the broken that he will heal the sick the sick in body the sick in soul and the sick in mind he can do it because he's able he can do it because he's able let me tell you you want to know how able he is the scripture says in Ephesians 3 and 20 now unto him that is able to do exceeding. Ooh. Now that's a strong word. Exceeding. Now he could have he just used that word. But that's not what he did. Listen to what he said. He said, now unto him that is exceeding, abundantly able to do above all we can ask or think. He could have used just one of those excessive words. And, and the scripture would have still been powerful. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding what we can ask or think. Now unto him that is able to do abundantly what we can ask or think. Now unto him that is able to do above what we can ask or think. Now unto him that is able to do all we can ask or think. But he, he couldn't stop talking. He just started writing. He was like, ooh, that's right. That's good. I want to say it that way. He just couldn't stop saying it. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding. But not just exceeding. Exceeding abundantly. And not just exceeding abundantly. Abundantly, exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. My God. Hallelujah. My God have mercy. I mean, I've got a vivid imagination, but my imagination cannot think to the extent of what God is able to do. You've got a vivid imagination, but in your wildest imaginations, you cannot imagine what God is able 
to do. You know, that's why when we lose somebody so dear to us as we have here in recent days and weeks, when we lose my, my dear Aunt Faith, Faith Urshan, 93 years of age, we lost her a week and a half ago. And, and we lose people that are dear to us. And, and the devil would want you to say, why God? And it's okay because God's a big God. He, he can handle your why questions. But remember when you're asking God why, remember you may never know why, but he's God and he knows what he's doing. And if you trust him, don't just trust his power, but trust his wisdom, trust his plan, trust his purpose. And I've got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, he's got big, beautiful, wonderful, exceeding, abundantly, above all we can ask or think, plans for Tree of Life Church. <laughs> yes, he does. So when that evil report begins to, 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 to rise up out of hell, you need to let somebody from the tribe of praise respond to it. I mean, he, they hadn't even gotten to the point where they said, we can't do this. They were just starting to lay out all the facts and figures of why this will never work. And the tribe of praise couldn't hold back. He stilled the people and said, let us go up at once. We're ready now to take this land and possess it for the glory of the Lord. We're ready now. And so Joshua. Now here's a little, here's a little fun fact for you. Those who, how many like the song, Joshua fit the battle of Jericho. Anybody remember that from Sunday school? Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Oh, Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, and the walls came a-tumbling down. Nobody could sing that like Brother Hugh Rose could sing that. You know, when they're writing songs about you, you're well known. Now, not everybody in the Bible got a song written about him, but Joshua is one, one of the best known songs. And he had a song written about him. Here's a little fun fact. His name wasn't always Joshua. His name started out O'Shea, like Hosea. But Moses changed his name. Moses called him Joshua. He was like, hey, O'Shea. I see what you're doing in the promised land. I see how you're embracing God's promises. I see how you're walking in faith. I see how you looked at those 10 spies, Shamua, Shaphat, Egal, Palti, Gadiel, Gadai, Amiel, Nabi, and Guel. I see how you looked at them and in the face of all their resistance, you said, he's able. Yeah. <sighs> I see now Caleb comes from the tribe of praise. He's in line with the Messiah. That we, he's supposed to be praising God. He's supposed to be talking. But O'Shea, you're from the tribe of Ephraim. And O'Shea, you could have you just gone the way of the multitude, the way of the masses, and agreed with all their stats and all their facts and all their figures and all their fears. But you didn't. You lifted up your voice with praise and said, yes, he's able. And yes, we're able because he's able. And it doesn't matter how big the giant that stands in front of us. We are able to do what God has called us to do. So, O'Shea, I'm changing your name to Joshua. Jehovah saved. If you want to get in the New Testament, that name would be Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. If you could listen to the voice of Jesus, oh, I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Let me just tell you something. Here's why you need to praise God. Because the voice of praise and the voice of Jesus are saying the same things. 
when you're praising God, you are speaking with the voice of Jesus. You are speaking with the voice of Jehovah's salvation. Don't agree with the negative evil report of your adversary, but lift up your voice, O tribe of praise, and the voice of Jesus will be added to your voice. Hallelujah. And here's what he's saying. You're able. You're able because I'm able. I'm able. You're able because I'm able. You can do it because I've done it. You can do it because I'm giving you power and I'm giving you ability. Hallelujah. But this big giants, pastor, haven't you seen these big giants? A thousand seat auditorium, that's a big giant. Yep. What about that big giant of the money that it's going to take to, to build this thing? Yep, you're right. That's a pretty big giant. We're still able. We're still able. Well, what about the city of Montgomery? They're going to have something to say about it. You know, we could get into, into asking for things and they can throw up roadblocks and red tape. Yep, you're right. There's some pretty big giants on this path, but we're able. We're able. And you know why we're able? Because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the word of our God. Because the spirit of the Lord. And no weapon formed against us can prosper. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall raise up a standard against that enemy. Hallelujah. Yeah, but what if construction, what if construction costs spike? We're able. Hallelujah. But what if, what if we experience some kind of difficult uh, season in our, own, in our own lives? We're able. Hallelujah. Do not fear. Do not be afraid. It shall be done. And we shall do it by the anointing of God that is upon us and according. Oh, hallelujah. Can I quote the rest of Ephesians 3.20? Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. That's not the end of the verse. Here it goes. According to the power that worketh in us, we are able because he is able. When our campaign consultant passed away so unexpectedly, his number called into my phone. I saw that I had a voicemail from his number. I said, okay, and I, I checked the voicemail. It wasn't him. It was his wife. She said, Pastor Urshan, could you please call me at your earliest convenience? Immediately, I thought, oh, dear God. I called and she relayed to me the very sad news of Brother Mark's passing. And she was, so, poor thing, she was so sweet and so kind. She said, I, she's just grappling with this after a few hours of knowing that her husband of so many years had passed. And she, she said, is there any, if there's anything I can do to help you with your campaign, if you'll just let me get through these next few hours and next few days, I said, Suzanne, don't you worry about us. Brother Mark, he set us on the right path. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. You just... You just heal up and grieve and you take your time. We're going to be just fine. I started getting calls from pastors around the nation who had worked with Brother Mark Menzendeck and they knew that we were in a campaign with him and they said, Pastor Joel, is there anything we can do to help? Let us know. We'll come in. We'll fly in. We'll help you guys with whatever you need. I said, I promise you, we're doing good. Things are okay. Everything's going to be all right with us. UPCI officials called and said, is there anything that we can do I said I promise you everything is going to be all right we're able because he's able we're able because he's able <laughs> hallelujah 
you know what ladies and gentlemen we're going to do this thing in the name of Jesus we're not going to get the glory we're not going to get the credit we don't want the glory and we don't want the credit and if anybody tries to give us the glory we're going to be ready to lift it up to Jesus lift it up to Jesus lift it up to Jesus because when this thing is said and done we shall say it is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our sight Hallelujah. Somebody said, you don't understand how big they are. They're giants. And we are as grasshoppers in our own sight. You know, that's one of the things I loved about Brother Mark was that he refused to let you look down upon yourself. He would say, you got to know who you are. He began to reawaken us as to who we are in the Lord. And, and I so appreciated that because so many people look at themselves and look at their capabilities and they see themselves as grasshoppers. Shamua, what are you? I'm a grasshopper. Shaphat, what are you? I'm a grasshopper. Those are giants, but I'm a grasshopper. What about you, Ego? I'm a grasshopper. What about you, Polity? Grasshopper. What about you, Gadiel? I'm a poor old miserable grasshopper Gadai what about you I'm a grasshopper Amiel what about you grasshopper Nobby grasshopper <laughs> Jewel I'm a grasshopper too Caleb Joshua what are you we may look like grasshoppers we might have the bank account of a grasshopper we might have the cash flow of a grasshopper, but I'm no grasshopper. I'm a praying manis. I've got a secret power. Because when I face adversity, I fall on my face in prayer. Don't you judge yourself the way this world would judge you. You're a praying church. You're a believing church. You're a praising church. You're a giving church. You're a sacrificing church. You're a loving church. We are well able. We are well able. We are well able to overcome this land. Come on, somebody lift up praises unto the Lord. Lift up praises unto the Lord. Lift up praises unto the Lord. got his hands folded seeking God hallelujah and we can part any water we need to part and we can make any wall fall down we need to fall down and we can endure any lion's den and we can endure any fiery furnace we can come up on the other side woo, with timbrel in hand magnifying the God of our salvation and giving him praise. If our musicians could come, I'm, I'm finished, but hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory to your name, Lord Jesus. I thank you right now. I thank you right now. 
for making every crooked path straight. I thank you right now for abasing every mountain and exalting every valley. I thank you right now for making the way. I thank you, Lord, right now. I'm not going to wait for him to do it. I'm praising him for it right now. You know, you know, just this week, I went walking around the whole property. I was walking up against the gate saying, thank you, Jesus, for the new complex. Thank you, Jesus, for the new parking spaces. Thank you, Jesus, for the new sanctuary. I walked all the way around the tree line and around the houses and the barns and the sheds, and I began to give God thanks for what he's about to do. Brother Enos, a few weeks ago, you went and stood where the sanctuary will be. And God showed you the sanctuary. Do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says, praise ye the Lord in the sanctuary. That's where you praise Him, in the sanctuary. I need somebody right now with joy in their soul to begin to praise God for his mighty acts. Praise God for his excellent greatness. Come on. I need the tribe of praise. Step out into your aisle and just begin to praise the Lord. Praise him in the dance. Praise him with uplifted hands. Praise him with a song of rejoicing. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Come on, I want you to praise him for every miracle. Both seen and unseen. Every praise is to our Ashley Dixon was sharing that miracle report 
of how $9,000 owed turned into $1,700 received. We still haven't shouted enough about that. We still haven't danced enough for that. When you said that, Brother Enos leaned over to me and said, remember, Mark Menzendek said, get ready for the miracles. Get ready for the miracles. I want you to praise God for every miracle that's coming your way. Give him praise. you just to lift up your hand all across this place lift up your hand now if you see somebody that needs prayer feel free to go pray with them and rejoice with them but here's what we're going to do we're going to praise God in the midst of an evil report we're going to praise God come on I, I whatever report you got from the enemy praise God in the middle of it come on Caleb open up your mouth and say we're still able 
I'm still able. We're able because he's able. He's able to heal me. He's able to set me free. Hallelujah. God has given me love and power and a sound mind. God has given me love and power and a sound mind.
seeking him. Keep seeking him. Keep seeking the Lord. Keep seeking the Lord. If you need to go, we understand. But if you want to keep seeking him, keep on praising him. God, my Savior.